Let's talk about intention. Let's talk about moment-to-moment awareness. Let's talk about curiosity. In a real way, let's break this down. I'm talking about the mind that sees an apple fall from the tree and says, what does that mean? What does that mean? There's no word for it. There's just an apple falling off from the tree. And it's like, what is that? And then it looks around. Why when something when I throw something in the air, it comes down? What does that mean? Long story short, somebody finds out that, oh, this is gravity. Let's call this gravity, right? And let's figure out how this works. Let's see if we can understand how this works, right? Now, I always say this. I'm interested in this because the human mind is just is so interesting to me. If I threw you in the middle of nowhere, right, there's no conditioning. There's no, there's no, hey, here's this label. Understand this. There's no words. You're just in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of trees. As a matter of fact, there's no such thing as the middle of nowhere, right? We keep saying the middle of nowhere. That's another illusion that we can break down some other time. You know, there's earth, there's life. You're in the middle of life itself, right? You're in the middle of trees. You're in the middle of somewhere that, you know, there is no, there is no structure, right? There is no illusions going on. Now, think about that mind that looks at something fall down and where does that curiosity come from? Where it says, what does that mean? What does that mean for something to fall from a tree or for you to fall down or, you know, you jumping from heights, right? And how there's something that pulls you down. What does that even mean? How do you even be interested in that? What part of the brain has to be unlocked for you to be interested in that? But this is just a, I'm talking about gravity as an example, but we're talking about moment to moment awareness and understanding yourself, right? Where you look at yourself with that same level of curiosity, that same level of interest, like, oh, whoa, why do I make these moves? Why do I walk this way? Why do I talk this way? Why do I act this way? Why am I the way I am? Why do I have all these problems in my mind? So I say, right? I say I have all these problems. Then I label it with, oh, I got trauma. I have anxiety. I have depression right? It's a working progress. I'm going through all these things in my mind, right? And then what we do is on the, look at what we're doing from moment to moment. How much do we want to know about the things that we call problems, the things that we label problems? How much, how much interest do we have in that? Because if you look closely, you see people, oh, I have plans with my friends, Oh, I'm going to go enjoy my family. We're celebrating this weekend. Oh, I'm going to go travel to the Bahamas or, oh, I'm going to go, you know, to this, to this location and escape for a little bit. Oh, I got plans to watch this movie. I'm going to the movies. While you say you have all these problems in your mind that you don't understand, how come is it that that's not a main priority? How come we want to label it and then just move on? Yep, I have all these fears. Yep, I'm afraid. Yep, I have insecurities. And this is really stopping me from doing what I really want to do in life. However, I got this plan this next coming weekend where I'm going to go enjoy my life and have some fun. And then the next two weeks, I'm going to do this. And people have all their escape routes planned. But when it comes to the understanding of oneself, and again, look, I'm not mad. I'm not, there's nothing, I'm not fighting for this. Hey, be perfect. I'm not fighting for anything. I am bringing awareness to what this means. What is that? 
What is that mindset that's not interested? How come somebody can see an apple and the apple fall from the tree and the mind does not care to even understand that? But there's somebody else that can look at that and say, hey, what the heck is that? Right? Like someone can look at that and be interested. Like, how does that happen? Right? And then you hear people, oh, you're too deep. It's too deep. You're always going too deep. And what does that mean? Right? What does that mean? You see, I'm interested. I'm interested and I see things very clear. And I question that very statement as I say it, right? I see things very clearly. As I say that, I question it. And I feel like, do I? Do I do I see things clearly? Am I seeing what is? You see, for most people, they we are conditioned since birth. And we are told what to think in all areas in our life, right? We are told what to think, which then dulls the mind. Then we follow a system and it's step by step. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Follow this system. Now, this ain't no something where people are wanting to control you. This is just a matter of keeping people in order, keeping people in check, giving people something to focus on, giving people something to value, giving people uh, something to prioritize, something to fight for. Here's this belief system. Here's this culture. Here's this political system. Here's this country. Here's this flag. Believe in something so you can be occupied by something, so you could be consumed by something. Go get married. Go get a degree. Go get a job, go get a career, go do this, go be distracted and not even distracted. Go be consumed by something. Go get consumed by something. Go care about something, right? So you won't cause chaos to your neighbor. So you won't go out there and start, you know, disturbing the peace. There's got to be rules, value these rules. And let's put these cops in place to, to, you know, to make sure they, these rules are happening and everything's in order. And then we have these the, the, the laws. And then we have the attorneys. And then we have all these things to make sure that human beings don't, don't be themselves. That savageness. That curiosity. That interest. Slowly goes away. Is this good, bad, right, or wrong? We're not even diving into that. We're just talking about human beings not really seeing themselves, feeling bad when human nature kicks in, the feeling of wanting to have sex, the feeling of needing sleep or wanting or or wanting food or needing to use the bathroom, whatever it is, we at times punish ourselves for being what we are. And it's interesting how if you don't know what you are, you're going to be fighting for something that's not even real. You're going to fight to become something that's not even real. That's fantasy. You're striving to become something that you would never be. This is why becoming for most people is more important than being. When people say, I'm going to become this one day, I'm going to do this. Yeah, I'm going to do this. Yep, I'm going to do that. I know what it is one day, but day one is something interesting that happens to people when it's day one, when it's now, when it's moment to moment intention, when it's right this very moment. We're talking about waking up that part of the mind that's interested, that part of the mind that's asleep, that part of the mind that's off, that part of the mind that discovers 
that can see the sun? How can you look at the sun and say, oh man, what can we do to go up there and see if we can go to the moon or we can go to space? Putting satellites in space. How did that start? How did that start? How did that start? The same mind that 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 sharpens up a rock and say, okay, this is pointy so we can cut the animals when we when we hunt for them. And maybe this can penetrate the skin so we can so so we can use the skin for for comfort. When it gets cold, we can use their fur, we can use their coat. Hey, this mind that wants to learn how to manipulate fire, this mind that 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 observes and say, is this edible? No, it's not. Can I eat this? No, nah, nah, this is not good for me. What's the mind that understands? Who's the first person that understands nutrition? Think about that mind, not the mind that reads about nutrition, the mind that understands it for the very first time. What is that mindset? Do we have to do these things nowadays? No, right? Because somebody did that for you. I'm saying tapping into that mind that sees things play out. Hey, what happens if I go on this diet, if I eat this type of food and I and, and, and I eat it at certain times on the day and I structure it out? What happens to my body? What happens, how I feel? This is all people observing this. This is people studying this. And then there's people who just consume this and say, yeah, I read it in this book. This is what this is. This is what that is. But again, a mind that is told what to do, a mind that's given, hey, read this, read that. Is that good? Is that wrong? Is that bad? Is that right? No, I'm not judging that. I am saying that there's a mind that wants to understand, right, and wants to see it play out, wants to observe it for the very first time, right, sees things and gets interested. Hey, there's got to be a diet that does this, that, and a third. And there's other people who just want to consume, right? Now, think about this. If the mind, if the foundation of your mind, right, is to memorize and not to understand. Listen, since school, you've been you've been conditioned just to memorize things in order to pass a test. Hey, memorize this so you can pass the driving course. Hey, memorize this to get this license. Remember this, read this this 50-page booklet just to get your license so then you can start working this da 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 da. If the foundation of your mind is memorizing, if you think that's learning by memorizing, then you're not really understanding because you're not tapping into the mind that sees an apple and says, what is that? That's called curiosity. And that same mind looks at itself and say, man, why am I back? Why is my back hunched like this? What is that? That mind gets interested. Hey, why do I feel so, and not labeling it, but why do I feel so dull and sluggish? And why do I feel so lost? Why do I feel so tired all the time? Not saying, oh man, my life sucks. No, it's studying that and saying, hey, why am I like this? Right? And not just Googling it, not just reading a book on it, but really truly observing yourself. What is that mind? I'm interested in that mind. What is that? What is that? The same mind that allows problems to roll on to the next day. What is that? Which we talked, we spoke about earlier. What is that mind? I have all these insecurities, all these worries, all these problems I say I have. Yet I have everything else planned besides the understanding of that. So what does that mean? Then is it an actual problem? Or is it something that we hold on to because it does something for us? 
Does your problems give you something to focus on? Does your problems give you meaning? Are they actual problems? <laughs> Let's look at it like that. Is it actual problem? Is it an actual problem where you can go on and plan everything else but the understanding of what's most important? If it's a problem, don't you solve it instantly? Don't you want to understand it? What happens if you break your ankle? What happens if you break your ankle right now? Right now you're walking down the steps, you break your ankle. What are you going to do? Are you going to sit there and say, oh, I can't wait to have lunch tonight or dinner tonight? I can't wait to go on that vacation when you broke your leg. Is that real? Like, hey, I just broke my leg. Now, okay, yeah, I can't wait to go see my friends tonight. What does that mean? That doesn't make sense. You're like, dude, you, you broke your leg. No, no, let's go. We're going to have fun tonight. Let's go to the party. No, it's a problem. What happens to that problem? You want to solve it, right? When it's an actual problem, you want to understand it. When it's a problem, you can't unsee it. When it's something that's in the way of what you have going on, where it interferes your life, it consumes you. Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. But what happens when you just look for the greatest escapes? And like, yeah, 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 I got all these problems. Yeah, yeah, I got all these fears. <laughs> What is that? What is that? I'm just asking, what is that? It's not in a way of, hey, you're, 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 I'm no judgment on it. No judging. No, you know, pointing at people. Ah, look at you, stupid. No, no, that's not what I'm doing. And don't get it twisted. It's observing. You and I are sitting together side by side, observing what is that? What is that? Is that even an actual problem if you allow it to roll on to the next day? Does it really bother you? Is it a thing? Or does it bother you at times? See, we label these things. We say, oh man, I got all these, these problems from the past that I suffer with. Suffer from memory. And, if, and in that memory, I bring it to the present moment and I feel like it still exists at this moment. Hey, this happened to me as a kid, and now I feel like this at this moment. It's very hard for me to accept the fact that it's part of the past. It's very hard for me to accept the fact that this is what happened before. So I bring that to the present moment, and then I suffer from imagination. I suffer from memory more than actuality. So then my body tenses up, and I feel a certain way. I feel so afraid the next time something triggers that memory right? Because it feels like it's going to happen again. The feeling of abandonment, the feeling of being touched the wrong way, the feeling of, you know, uh, anger, a loss, an end. So then now my mind becomes conditioned to exist in the present moment as if what happened in the past will happen again at this moment. But the mind, again, the mind that just accepts, the mind since birth that just been told what to do, what to think, the mind that is given a label and then it just buys into it. What is that mind doing? How can that mind ever see itself? How can that mind ever understand the process of what's going on when it has been dull? 
it's like a pencil that no longer works anymore. A pencil that's on his last, like it's on, it's, it's like you have to grab it a certain way. It's like near the eraser. A pencil that doesn't even write. Where you write with it is light. It's like, what is that? It's not sharp. It's not alert. It's dull. So this is the mind. This is the mind that's supposed to see it and understand itself. This is the mind that's supposed to address its problems. This is the mind that says, yeah, I got all these issues going on in my life. This is the mind that's saying that. A mind that does not know how to think, just reads what to think. Just is told what to think. Goes to the doctor and says, tell me, tell me what to do, tell me. Here's the pills. Just accepts. And only question things that interfere with its comfort. It only question things that can ruin its current position. Because at this moment in your life, your life right now is the most comfortable position you're in right this very second right now. If you're listening to me right now, you are in the most comfortable position to be in overall in your life. If you're listening to the sound of my voice at this moment. Now, most people say, no, that's not true. I got a lot going on in my life. I got a lot going on. There are pockets of comfort because the human body and the human mind are able to adapt to whatever comes its way. So it just accepts a lot of things. It accepts, right? It can adapt. And part of that adaptation is accepting the position that you are in, learning how to embrace the punch. Learning the greatest Vaseline's to put on your face in order to tense up your chin, tense up your face, and be able to take a blow right to your face. That's what most people are doing. They know the greatest Vaseline to put on their face to make sure they don't get a black eye, waiting for the punch. While there's others who are training how to fight. There's others that understand head movement. There's others that understand what it means to, to counterattack, to block, to avoid certain positions. Two different mentalities, right? One knows how to take a hit the greatest way with the hands behind their back. Go ahead, punch me because I'm going to get punched anyway. And there's others who learn how to whoop, 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 dodge out the way, make an adjustment, make a move. See, two different mentalities, right? Now, the mind that just has adapted to misery, that just accepted misery, that just that, that just embraces all these things that says I got all these problems and then has every other plan besides making the main problem the priority. Hey, I'm working on it. This takes time. You hear this all the time. It's a journey. It takes time while you're doing all these other things that have nothing to do with addressing the foundation. You see, <clears throat> as I, I say this just to bring awareness to the moves you're making. I'm saying this just to bring awareness to the things that you call a problem. How much does it actually mean to you? How much of a problem it actually is? Because for me, when I call something a problem, when I break my, break my ankle, it's just there's straight up nothing else. When there's something in the way, there's something going on, there's something consuming my mind, there is nothing else. 
My fire, my house is on fire. It's burning. I gotta escape. I gotta get out. I gotta get out. I gotta put this fire out. So I gotta get somebody to put this fire out. I gotta get out this environment. The house is burning down. I'm not sitting there saying, "Oh, let me finish the scene of a movie before you know before the house." You know, the house is burning down, but let, let's see if this movie finishes. I'll wait. I'll wait. Or let me finish this phone call with my friend. No, that doesn't, that doesn't, no, that doesn't make sense. And as I say that, there's people who laugh at that. They're like, ah, you're so silly, Anthony. That's funny. But it's, it's, it's the same. This is a problem. This is a problem. See, with psychologically, though, psychologically, we think, we think that the inner and the outer are different. We think that it's separate. We think that we can do everything else to look the part. We think we can put the greatest makeup on. We think we can get all the plastic surgeries. We think we can go all through all the escape routes and the problem psychologically will go away. But it doesn't. Because you wear your mentality and you bring you everywhere you go and everything that you do. The inner is the outer. The inner and the outer are one. There is no division in that. But for those who run away, for those who don't make it a priority to understand themselves, for those that allow problems to roll on to the next day within themselves, they think that they can put it on, put on the, the, the character, put on the front, and it's okay. It's okay. Let me put this. Let me talk a certain way. Let me stand a certain way. Let me, let me walk a certain way. Let me wear certain clothes. But the most aware can always see you. And you're being revealed every moment of your life. Because the foundation of that mind, the foundation of the mind, right? It doesn't understand itself. It's not a mind that's curious. It's a mind that is dull. And that dullness, that dullness is creating the priorities. That dullness is creating the plans. That dullness is putting you in those environments where you care about certain things or you want to have these certain conversations with people. That dullness, that lack of interest is what you're seeing the world from. And I'm not, and I'm not talking about people listening to this right now. I don't know who's listening to this right now. I am saying that a mind is not curious, that a, a mind is not interested in understanding itself. That we say we have all these problems and we label it, but it comes down to why do we want it to be that way? Why do you want to do that? See, for most people, their problems give them meaning. Their lifestyle gives them meaning. What you prioritize gives you meaning. It gives you something to focus on. Now, if you were happen to change the foundation, if you will actually get to the root cause, what would your life look like? You've attracted everything, you've done everything with a lost mind. What happens when you finally get clear? What happens when you finally get clear and you see your current position, you see the moves you've been making up to this point, you see the things that you, you used to care about? What happens, right? You become aware of yourself. You've attracted everything with a lost mind. Now you become clear. Everything changes. Everything changes because you can no longer unsee yourself. And most people are afraid of that. Because if I put an end to that, 
then I put an end to the things I gave meaning to. If I no longer care about this, then is my life meaningful? See, those who struggle with the past, who bring the past in the present moment. Now, if you got nothing going on in the present moment in the real way, if nothing's consuming you in the present moment in a real way, where are you going to go? If you, if you have a mindset that's been told what to think, not how to think, if there's no curiosity, if there's no interest, if there's straight dullness and there's nothing going on, you're not present in this moment there's nothing going on in the present moment that consumes you, just like the fire in the house, just like the broken ankle, just like if a lion is chasing you, what happens? Boom, there's instant energy, there's instant attention, there's instant movement. Now, when that's not there, when it's just straight dullness, of course, of course, I will suffer and struggle from imagination. And I will give meaning to those things. Of course. I will give meaning to all of this. I will give meaning to what happened yesterday. Because what is going on right now? What is going on right now? And that right there is something that's so powerful, man. That if you were to see that for yourself and you're somebody who has been dull for a very long time, there is interest. There is a spark. There is alertness. When you bring awareness to the now, when you bring awareness to the fact that the past is the actual past and no longer exists. When you see that the future is not here yet in a real way does not exist. However, in your mind, because tomorrow, as I record this, today's Friday Tomorrow's the weekend, then there's Monday coming up. You think that the future exists. You think that the future, oh, I got all this planned out. I know what's going to happen next Monday. I know what's going to happen in two weeks from now because you got everything all planned out, right? So the mind gets confused. Oh, the future is it, right? The future is existed already, is there already. You know, I just got to, you know, I just got to wait till Monday and then this and this is going to happen, right? But when you finally understand that none of it exists, that you can make one move right now that will completely change the course of your life forever, you can make one decision right now that would destroy everything that you say you got planned coming up. You can make one move right now in a real way with a change of perspective instantly can change your entire existence. How real is that? The moment that you see that, there's curiosity. There is passion. There is things that I just even can't explain, that the past is not even in the present. Can you imagine that? If you saw yourself in the mirror, straight present moment, straight moment right now, just see yourself right now. Hey, right now, you see that right now, right? Yo, what happened? What the fuck? Right now, you see that? You see how just, um, um, you're, you're alert, you're alert. You're like, whoa, what the fuck's going on? What am I listening to? Your brain is wanting to process what's going on. That's what I'm talking about. Real alertness right now at this present moment. If you see yourself, feel yourself, touch yourself, touch your arm, touch your face, look in the mirror, look at this moment right now. You recognize something. Wow, at this moment, I can start creating something new because every moment is the new. 
and I'm just bringing the old within the new. I'm so stuck to my ways. And the older one gets, the more stuck to their ways they become. And they hold on, they hold on year after year after year in search for the greatest escapes, complaining about things. See, what people call problems they want to hold on to because it gives them meaning. I got all these relationship problems. I got all this, you know, me and my, my, you know, my, my, whatever label it is, my husband, we're going through this problem and this and this and this is like the solution puts an end to the meaning. The solution is to put an end to it. The solution is to say, oh shit, we just outgrown each other and see the actual problem for what it is, not what you wish it was and put an end to it and create something new. However, for most people, if they were to do that, what happens? They put an end to what they gave meaning to. Isn't that interesting? They put an end to what they give meaning to. And for most people, when they want to hold on to things, hey, I want to hold on to these. I have all these boundaries. I have all these limitations. I have all these fears. I have all these things. And we call them problems. I have anxiety, depression. I have all these things. And then I create a life where it just makes me feel good within these problems. I have these foundations and I do all these things in order to, you know, balance out my life and make myself feel good. And it helps me with my anxieties. It helps me with my fears. But are we getting to the root cause? Are we getting to the roots where we intensify it? We come face to face with it. We look to understand it. We look to see it for what it actually is in its rawest form. Not escape from it, not run away from it. There's nothing else but me and this problem, the thing that I call problem. The moment I see the process of it, the moment I understand the process of it, the moment I see things based on not what I wish it was, for what, but for what it actually is, there's nothing that I want to see. There's nothing that I want to be. There's nothing that I want to go my way. I don't want to see it my way. I don't want to see it in a way that works best for me. I don't want to see it in a way that's most comfortable. I want to see it in its rawest form for what it actually is. Now, when I'm face to face with that, there's no escaping it. When my ankle's broken, my ankle's broken. I feel it. I'm intense. It's intense. I'm there. I need to fix this problem. That's what I'm talking about. That's part of the brain that I want to unlock. I want to help you unlock that. The brain that's curious, the brain that's aware moment to moment, the brain that sees itself that says, man, I've accepted all of these things in my life and why do I accept it? Is this giving me meaning? Am I holding on to this? Am I, am I afraid to let go? What is, what is actually going on? See, what people don't understand is when you're all in, it means you're all out on other things. You're all out on something else. And it is that that most people hold on to. Most people don't want to be all out on something else, right? Because something's got to give. If you're giving attention to something, something else has to come to an end. But what if that thing that's supposed to come to an end brings you the most comfort, brings you the most pleasure, brings you the most security, and that's what you're prioritizing? Then will you put it to an end? Will you... Embrace the unknown? 
will you solve the problem when the problem, when the solution to that problem puts an end to what is most comfortable? It's interesting. You will see that people are holding on to something. They don't want to be all in. Some people don't want to be free. Some people don't don't want to be free. There's a difference, fam. When you don't understand because you've been told what to think for so long, you've been conditioned, heavily, deeply conditioned to be a certain way. I understand that. What happens when you actually see the process play out? What happens when the process is being broken down to the point that, hey, you can see this. This is an opportunity to see this. But what is that mind that alters what it sees? What is that mind that while the process is being broken down, that that mind completely just wants to shut down for a second, not pay attention? What is that mind that just allows things to go on? Yeah, yeah, I get it, but, and wants to make an excuse. Why is that? Didn't we say we have these problems that we struggle with? See, if the solution puts an end to something that gives you meaning, you won't want the solution. If the solution puts an end to something that's most comfortable, then the solution is uncomfortable. See, there's a lot of people who act like they don't know what to do. But I guarantee you listening to this right now, there's certain areas of your life where you you can say to yourself, (coughs) excuse me, you can say to yourself, I know what I need to do, right? Think about it. Think about it, fam. There's areas in your life right now where you can say to yourself, I know what it is that I need to do. How come we don't do it? Because we're not disciplined. Because we're not motivated. How come we feel bad when we don't do certain things? Oh, I feel so bad. I'm supposed to do this, but I feel bad that I'm not doing it. Why do you feel bad about it? Why not just do it right now, this present moment? What are we holding on to? What are you holding on to? What are you afraid to put an end to? What are the things that you've created for yourself that give you meaning? Give you give you something, you're consumed by something. See, there's a lot of things that you can say, this is the wrong move, this is not good for me, but I still do it. Think about it, right? This ain't good for me or, or you know, this is not what I should be doing, this is what people say, but then they do it anyway. What, why is that? Why do we hurt ourselves and call it fun? But didn't we have all these problems? So how come you, you, if you break your ankle, you're not running marathons? You're not, you're not going to say, okay, I can't wait to run the marathon right now. You just broke your ankle like it snapped in half. Oh, shit. Because you can't, right? Like you physically can't. But psychologically, psychologically we can 
right? Because a change of perspective changes our experience. A change of perspective changes everything. That trip now is a way for you to relax and solve all of your problems. And, and it's a way for you to, ah, you know, just, just, you know, uh, just, just forget about everything, right? So it's interesting how when you're consumed with that, you're not thinking about what happened in the past. When you're consumed with your greatest escapes, you intensify the escapes and you're not thinking about anything else until you're no longer escaping. And then now you start thinking about, man, this happened to me in the past. What does that mean? Why psychologically we able to see things in fragments? Why psychologically we able to say, put things to a side and ignore it? How come we can't just do that in, from moment to moment? How come we can't understand it and, and just understand where the problem comes from to put an end to that and then focus on something new? Why do we still want to hold on? Why do we still want to hold on? This is something that gives me goosebumps when I talk about it. I can't explain why, don't understand why, but ever since I was 18 years old and I figured out, or, or when I finally saw myself and I saw myself, I'm like, there, you got to be kidding me. There's nothing else. There was nothing else. I intensified everything to the smallest detail. I turned it up to a thousand. If there's a, I just visualize a knob where you just turn it up to a thousand, like, yo, beyond a thousand. The smallest, smallest of details I was interested in. Why do I just accept this? Why do I just accept this? I eat like shit and I'm just, I just accept it. It makes me feel like shit and I just accept it. Why is that? Why? Why? And just kept going. I kept going. I kept going. I kept going. I was willing to question everything because I didn't want anything to be my way. Oh man, you see a lot of people. No, this is this is my way of doing things and this is what helps me do this. Cool, 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 cool. You have those things up for a reason. You have those walls up for a reason. Now those walls, those boundaries, those the limitation you create for yourself, your pockets of comfort. Your all your all of your escape routes, all of that is taking you further and further away from getting to the, to the roots of what the actual problem is. You learn to live with it. You learn to accept it. You learn to sometimes feel miserable. You adapt to it, right? Well, yeah, I can be miserable for eight hours a day and then go back home and I'll be fine. I'll just watch Netflix and it's cool. And then I'll just go hang out with friends and I'll just go, you know, uh, just fly over here and then go there. And then also... Um, you know, take a ride to over there and then go down here. Like we're talking about those who are living, 
who say that they're miserable, who say they have all these problems, to who label themselves, who take all these pills. And, and when the solution's presented, or the possibility, or the potential solution, or the opportunity to see yourself, most people don't want to hear that. They don't want to see that which is why people get offended, right? People get offended, but why do you get offended about anything? Why does anything offend you? Why do people get offended? Oh, it's about respect. That's why. It's like, you're the one who values someone else's words. Why? Why? Like, why? Seriously, why? Some random dude in the street, hey, man, fuck you. I'm like, hey, chill, dude. You be all right. Like, like... Like, really, you'll be okay. Chill. Relax. But I understand the mind that's easily offended. The mind that's easily just, you can be easily offended. You're, you're, you, are, you are putting yourself in a place of, you're putting yourself in position to get manipulated the moment that you, you, you're easily offended. You're easy, if you're easily offended, you're easily manipulated. Because now it's like, okay, cool. Let's just tell you everything you want to hear so we could just get you to do what I want you to do. Instead, if nothing bothers you, you see things for what it actually is and there's true empathy. Now, Anthony, I'm a human being. Things bother me. What are you talking about? I'm not perfect. Da, da, da. I, I, I'm saying that why? Why do you, why? There's certain things that people, words, words? Oh, because of disrespect. Yeah, but if it's in Japanese, you don't care? You can't register it? For those of you who don't speak Japanese? If it's another language that you don't understand, I can say these words to you and you don't understand it. It won't register so you won't get offended. Isn't that interesting? So there's a reason why. There's, 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 there's underlining reasons to why you do certain things. Why you have these walls, why you want to be seen a certain way, you want things to be your way, you want to be viewed a certain way, you want something. There's expectations. You're living with psychological expectations. But you're also hiding something. You're blocking something. You don't want people to reach something with inside you. I'm asking you, if what if there's nothing there? What if that, that is understood? What if that foundation is so solid that regardless of any, if anybody sees you, it doesn't matter what happens because you're so solid with yourself. Ooh, even if I, when I say it, it rolls out sexy. Like, ooh, you're so solid with yourself. It sounds sexy because when that foundation is solid, I promise you, fam, nothing matters in a way that nothing can get to you. There's no, there's no problem too big. There's no adversity too much there's nothing that can get in your way you're curious you're aware you're clear you're interested you're like bring it on bring that shit whatever it is bring it what's up what's this i'm not what what, what is this right you're curious you want to understand it there's nothing to hide there's no fear there's no limitation you don't allow things to roll on to the next day. No, you address it. So then you know what happens? When you know you address things, you start to trust yourself. 
You start to trust yourself. You be so present. You're so present in the moment that you trust yourself. You know yourself. You look in the mirror. I'm solid. There's nothing anybody can say that would define me. There's nothing that anybody can do that would hurt me. Psychologically, no words. They're all dust. Besides the things I give meaning to, right? This is the mind. This is a solid mind. That's a mind that's solid, 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 solid mind. A mind that's like, man, I'm here. I'm present. What's up? I'm not consumed by my past. I'm not bringing the past into the present moment. It, it's understood. The past is the past. The future is not here yet. I have full control over how I respond to whatever comes my way. I influence the future with every decision and every move I make, which means how I respond to what happens is responsible for what happens next. Now what? Now what? What can stop me? Nothing. What can stop me? Nothing, because nothing, not, we, you can start to see everything. All the illusions start to come to an end. All the illusions start to break away. And you're like, ooh, I'm free. Psychologically just free. But to get to that place, to get to that position, when you're holding on to so many things, when you're holding on to the things that give you meaning, that give you comfort, that give you security, that give you pleasure. You're holding on to these things. How do you get to that place when you don't actually want to be in that place? Something to think about, fam. I love you all. I appreciate you all. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this hits you in a certain way, and I'm asking this from now on, and I'm making this intentional, Listen to me, fam. If you're listening to the sound of my voice right now, take a screenshot of this, put it up on social media, tag me up on it, let people know to listen to this, let me know what you got out of this, put it up on your socials, and if you haven't done so yet, please leave a review on the show. I would truly appreciate that. Helps with the algorithm, helps with the with the whole podcast structure and how it works, helps with the new people who are listening in for the very first time as well. So if you can do that for me, I truly appreciate that. I love you guys. I appreciate you. And I'll see you guys next time. Take care, fam. Peace.